Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. I am so excited because in the next few weeks, we are going to be really getting into the Bible. We're going to be discovering together how God's word changes everything. Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light and there was light. So I want to welcome you. I want to welcome everybody, not only in person, but those who are joining us online. Because today we're starting this new series that's all about the Bible, all about God's Word. We're going to be focusing on the Bible all summer. And I want us to see today how the Bible really can change everything. Everything changed when somebody gave me this Bible, this very one 35 years ago. And the Bible has changed the world because it's the most read book in the world. But today, I want to look at the theme of how the Bible changes us. See, the Bible isn't just a book, of course. It's a library, a collection of 66 books. So right from the start, it's unlike any other book. That's why they call it the Holy Bible. You know, some people call it the good book, but there are loads of good books in the world. There are lots of great books in the world. Maybe you could discuss together what's your favourite book. What's the book that you think has influenced you most, maybe other than the Bible if you're a Christian? I've got so many great books that I've read. There are really some amazing, fantastic, wonderful books. I've loved reading my whole life. Anybody who knows me knows how much I love books. One thing I love is how something that it took somebody 20, 30 years to learn, I can just pick up a book and read it and find out about it in just a few hours. What a brilliant investment of my time that is. So like I said, I love books, but this book is unlike any other book. If you read it, That's the if that really counts. If you read it, you're going to find it has power, a supernatural power inside of it. No other book has to change lives. Why? Because the Bible is the Word of God. That's what it says about itself. That's what it is. It's written by humans, but inspired by God. It's not just a human book. It's God's Word. It's not just an ordinary book. It's not a bunch of stories. The Bible itself says we didn't follow cleverly made up stories. It's not just a history of Israel. It's our story from beginning to end and happily ever after if we follow what it teaches. Because it is Greek word theophnustios, as the Bible calls itself, God breathed. That's how inspired it is. The reason why the Bible has the power to change our lives is because it's not just words in print. It's not philosophy or pop psychology. It's the Word of God, and the Word of God is the most powerful thing in the universe. As I just read, God's universe was created by His Word, and now it's all held together by His mighty Word of power. See, again, look at how the book starts, how everything starts, except God who started it all. Again, verse 1, Genesis chapter 1. Read it with me. Follow along, underline these words. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. What does that tell me? God said it. 
This is how the whole universe was created, by the word of God. God spoke it into existence. Over and over again, you read, God speaks and it happens. God speaks and it happens. God said it, verse 3. Then the next verse, verse 4 says, that God saw the light and it was good and he separated the light from the darkness. God said it, then God saw it. Whatever he wants to happen, happens by the power of his word. For centuries, philosophers and scientists believed the universe was infinite and eternal. It had no beginning and it would have no end. We now know that's not true because of Einstein and the theory of relativity and later the calculations of people like Stephen Hawking and many others have now caught up with what the Bible said all along, that the universe had a definite beginning and it will have a definite end. They like to put numbers on that, like billions of years ago this happened. But you know what? That's guessing. None of them know because they weren't there. But God does because he started it. And our God knows the beginning from the end. And Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega. So we know that it will happen. It's not a new discovery for a Bible student because the Bible, of course, said that we're not here because of a cosmic accident, but that the world was created with a purpose by a God who had a plan. The universe was planned and created and there will be an end to it as well as a beginning because God has got other plans yet to be fulfilled according to what his word. Psalm 33 verse six says, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of his mouth. That tells me in a fraction of a split second, all those billions of galaxies and stars were spread out everywhere. How? The word of God made it happen. It was spoken into existence. God said it and God saw it and it was good. He created it all. It wouldn't have just happened. It didn't just happen by chance. Chance never made anything happen. It takes an enormous amount of faith to believe that all of this was just an accident. To say something comes out of nothing. To say that everything comes out of nothing. Wow, I can't believe that. I haven't got enough faith to believe that. When there's a cause, there has to be an effect. When there's an effect, it's because there was a cause. So the word of God spoke and God said, let there be light and click or bang. I don't know, but there's light moving really fast. And then God said, let there be stars and sun and skies and seas and seeds and slugs and Bam! He says it and then he sees it. He says it and he sees it over and over. God creates people and he speaks life into them. Be fruitful and increase and fill the earth and make it like heaven. Everything he does is by the power of his word. And then we get to the New Testament. And John starts his gospel sounding quite similar at first to Genesis. But then he says, the word became flesh. John chapter 1 verse 1 and in Revelation in chapter 19 he tells us Jesus is the word of God. You see it says in John's gospel he moved into our neighbourhood. When Jesus the son of God was walking around on the planet whether on the land or on the water 2,000 years ago he did everything by the power of the word. He healed, he brought people back from the dead simply by the power of his word as the Holy Spirit breathed life through his command. Widely witnessed miracles I'm talking about, not just accredited by a few people, hundreds, 
thousands of people heard Jesus speak and saw people healed. Or they ate the food that he multiplied. Or they saw the people set free from the power of the devil. Or from death itself. And when people wondered how, they just said, he does it all with a word. See, I don't have power like that. You don't have power like that because we're not God. But when I read the word of God and believe the word of God and activate it by faith, I start to say what it says and I start to see things change. Everything changes by the power of God's word. Healing and hope and wholeness can come because God can still create light. God can still burst the darkness by the power of his word. See, Jesus said his words were more than just words. He says they were spirit and life. He said, John 6, verse 63, the words I've spoken to you are spirit and they are life. In other words, Jesus says, when I talk, it's not just words. My words have spiritual power to bring about new life, power to transform society and history and anybody. These words can do the impossible. How? Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, it's because the living, the word of God is alive and active. It's living and active. See, the word of God is a living word. It's actively alive. It's living and active. The word living there is the Greek word zeo, or we, we, it's connected to like my wife's name, Zoe, who gave me this particular Bible and wrote her name in the front of it. But we also get the name, the word Zoe, as well as, 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 not just Zoe, but zoo and zoology. It's the verb to live. To, to read the Bible will bring you life. And it's active. The Greek word there is the word energos, which is the word, of course, we get energy from. The, God's word has power to be able to change things, to change anything, because it's, it says it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. When I read the Bible, the Bible reads me. God says, his word is sharper than any surgeon's skilled scalpel. It cuts right to the heart of the issue, points out what's wrong, what needs to be corrected in my life, what I need to do. God's word changes my life because it can mould my character. God's word can unleash his power and his promises as I eat the word, as I drink it, breathe it, think about it, declare it, and unleash its power by faith. Over my doubts, I see what he says happen in my life because I know it's true and you can know it too. God's word changes everything. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org media.